ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Jake Botel Sports Experience, another episode of our NFL Division Previews, the NFC Division Previews. Today we are looking at the NFC East. If you haven't listened already to our Monday episode where we previewed the NFC North, go back and have a listen to that. You can also go back and have a listen to all of the AFC divisions. They're done. They're in the bank, ready for your ears. When I talk about we, it's not just the royal we. He's going to get sick of listening to this transitionary um, bit that I do almost every episode. I'm talking about the one and only Minnesota Jack, who joins us on the NFL coverage every week this year. Jack, how are you? I'm good. I don't mind the transition. It's good. good. It's a good word, Royal. So just to Jeez. add it in, just mm. kind of gives a little bit of a uh, little bit of pizzazz to the podcast. So <laughs> keep it up. I'm hoping for a bit of a bit of like maybe a bit of change and maybe a twist to it by the right. end of these division reviews. But see what we'll we see. Do. I'm excited to be here. All right. I'll I'll see if I can I'll, I'll see if I can manage something some sort of twist. No pressure. Think on my feet. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> NFC East today and the way these division preview episodes work is that Jack and I will flip back and forth delivering for you our team profiles of each of the four teams in the division. Then we'll launch into a general discussion about how we think the division will play out and we'll cap off the episode for you with our division standing predictions without any further ado. You know, in the NFC East, America's division. You know, this is where your TV ratings are. This is where you get those, you know, multi-billion dollar TV deals. Let's kick off with America's team. How about them Cowboys, Jack? Woo. So season 2021 for the Dallas mm. Cowboys was an impressive one. They finished the season with a 12-5 and record, a vast improvement over 6-10 and from the previous year. And one of the most powerful offenses in the league scoring more than 20 points in all but two of their regular season games and a league-high record of 530 regular season points. However, their season ended abruptly when they lost to the 49ers in heartbreaking fashion in the wildcard round. I don't know if you remember, but it's the, the quarterback draw, Prescott. Oh, classic. And slid down and ran out of time to spike the ball. I went back and watched it again. It's just... One of the worst things I've ever seen in football. I don't know why you make that call. Jerry Jones just like, what the hell's he doing down there? Yeah. <laughs> just heartbreaking. If you're a Cowboys fan, that must have just been oh, heart-wrenching. But when it comes to this season and the roster changes, the team ins and outs, the Cowboys got linebacker Anthony Barr from the Vikings and wide receiver James Washington from the Steelers, as well as young offensive tackle Tyler Smith in the draft. But the loss of number one wide receiver Amari Cooper and defensive end Randy Gregory will be hard to swallow. Big question to me when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys is, is Mike McCarthy the man? You've got to give him credit for getting the Cowboys to the playoffs last season, but the phrase NFC East instantly reminds you how easy of a feat that can be. With both the commanders and the Eagles looking to improve and the Cowboys themselves losing some key pieces it's up to McCarthy to put together a game plan that keeps them in the playoff conversation. Mm, big Mike. Want to see if we can make some of that mojo magic. Um, yeah. 
let's see on Big Mike. He's grown the beard out. He's wearing the Top Gun shades. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't know if I'd describe, you know, Mike McCarthy as like a maverick, um, you know, if we're going to continue the... Um, the, the Top Gun metaphor. Yeah, I don't know if he's with anyone in that franchise. <laughs> and so we'll we'll uh, flip over. We'll fly over. <laughs> Speaking of Top Gun, um, to the Big Apple, New York, the Giants. Uh, last season, the Joe Judge era in New York came to an end as the Giants finished four and thirteen and failed to score. You talk about the Cowboys scoring a heck load of points. Um, you know, the, the Giants scored, failed to score 20 or more points in 11 of their 17 games, while their defense ranked in the bottom third of the league in most categories. To put it simply, the Giants were just a very bad football team in 2021, and perhaps just as damning, they were incredibly depressing to watch. Um, in the offseason, uh, in terms of ins and outs, uh, you know, this team that you know, a team that definitely wasn't depressing to watch last season were the Buffalo Bills, all right, and their high-powered offense. So the Giants have attempted to sprinkle a little of that Western New York gold dust onto their team in 2022, hiring Buffalo offensive coordinator Brian Dayball as head coach, as well as the Bills' assistant GM Joe Shane as their GM. On the player personnel side, the team made moves to shore up the trenches on both sides of the ball with first-round defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau and first-round O-lineman Evan Neal. Adding Kentucky wide receiver Wandale Robinson in the second round helped strengthen the weapons around quarterback Daniel Jones, whose fifth-year option was declined. So this is the final year of Daniel Jones' deal. The big question for me, So there's actually the makings of a pretty competitive team in New York. Um, But can first-year head coach Brian Dayball unlock the potential of the pieces in 2022? Dayball certainly unlocked Josh Allen in Buffalo as the Bills rocked a top-10 offense the last two seasons en route to upending the balance of power in the AFC East. This Giants team has some talent around Daniel Jones. Like I'm not going to say it's top level, but but it's decent. Kadarius Tony, Wandale Robinson, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Golladay, as well as the potential of a healthy Saquon Barkley. Now I don't know will we ever get back to, you know, Saquon of his rookie season. But let's just wait and see. Can Dayball get the Giants back to relevance in 2022? That remains to be seen, though I think at the very least they will be more entertaining to watch. And I'll hand pass to you, Jacko, for the Washington Commanders. Oh yes, new new name, new team is the hope. So the then Washington football team found it a struggle to get any kind of consistency, whether it was the fluid quarterback room, the hot and cold defense, or the wins themselves. Washington took their time getting things sorted. A four-win stretch mid-season provided a bit of positivity as well as the emergence of defensive end Chase Young, but a seven and nine season felt apt. Washington now for this season is looking to solidify that starting quarterback spot by trading for quarterback Carson Wentz, who will have first-round wide receiver Jahan Dotson as an exciting, strong receiving option. Losing experienced guard Brandon Scherf to Jacksonville will be a huge loss. Now, the the big question for me when it comes to Washington is, will Carson Wentz be the answer? 
The commanders know they are in a vulnerable division that can be taken by anyone, and Wentz will have that number one spot in his sights. If the defense can tighten up while continuing to make plays and the offense finds new life with Wentz, they might just make the playoffs once again, hmm. which is a big, a big if. But like I said, with this division, you feel like, and this year in particular, you feel like anyone can just take it with, you know, seven or eight hmm. wins. Yeah, it's it's fascinating, um, Washington. Yeah, I've kind of got a few interesting little bits and pieces, thoughts for our general chat. I'll, I'll round out our team profiles with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles struggled early in 2021 under first-year head coach Nick Sirianni, falling to a 2-5 and, and five record, stumbling over my words here, after the first seven games. Thereafter, the Eagles found something to lean on, namely the run game, as they rumbled their way to seven games of 150-plus rushing yards en route to a 7-3 and record across the final 10 matches of the season. Despite that, Philly's campaign concluded with a lopsided defeat at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the wildcard round of playoffs. Sort of funny to remember that this team, you know, made playoffs. Um, in terms of ins and outs, during the offseason, the Eagles made an aggressive move to acquire star-wide receiver A.J. Brown from the Tennessee Titans, adding a significant number one deep threat target to their offense, while also acquiring former Colts-wide receiver Zach Paschal. In the draft, the Eagles added resources to their defense with three of their five picks, including the selections of defensive tackle Jordan Davis from Georgia in round one and linebacker Nakobe Dean in round one. Three. The big question for me uh, around this team, now there was a lot to like about the Eagles in a variety of spots last season, but the big question hovering around Philly is whether quarterback Jalen Hurts can make the jump forward in 2022. Hurts flashed spectacular game-changing ability at times last season, but also showed signs of being a liability in games such as the 7-13 loss against the Giants, where he threw zero touchdowns and three picks. There's a lot of great talent in place at the Eagles in 2022. Look, as there often is, in doing some of this research, you know, you look back, this Eagles team is one of the better-run organizations in terms of being able to be competitive year in, year out. They very seldom bottom out. Like, they, they manage things really well there, even if sometimes there's a little volatility um, in Philly. So with that talent in place, you know, and this team bulking up the weapons on offense, it's now on Jalen Hurts to demonstrate that the Eagles need to look no further at the quarterback position when the 2023 draft arrives. You know, and given Gardner Minshew is behind him and he played very well in relief last year, um, you know, there is an option that the Eagles can turn to if things go south for Hurts this season. What are your sort of general thoughts on this division, Jacko? Where do you see it all shaking out? I I think to me the Eagles are the only team that I would bet money on. I think mm. they 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 put together a you know pretty okay season. You know, like you said, make playoffs and they've and as a franchise they've been pretty successful of late. And this, so they're the only ones where I feel like they're kind of stable. They got a quarterback. They've got their guy. Um, I really don't see as much as I like Minshew and feel like he's would be a starter in a lot of teams in the NFL. Um, I think we both see that Jalen Hurts is a really talented, talented quarterback and offers a lot. 
And so I think he's going to be their guy. I think they've got some good weapons. Um, and it's a division where they can easily put together some good seat, some good wins in the regular season. Uh, but like is the case every year, there's other teams that don't look that impressive, but might just put together enough wins to, to go all the way. I think Washington could make a really strong case with Carson Wentz. You know, people love to make fun of Wentz and the, the interceptions he throws in that, but he's a really talented quarterback would have won an MVP back in what was it? 2017. If it wasn't for his, for his injury Yeah, back with the Eagles. I think he's a really talented guy and I like the weapons they've got. I think their defense, if it's tightened up, could be really good. I think he was a bit underwhelming last season. I think we were expecting more from that defense, but there's something there that they can work with. I wasn't that high on the Giants, but hearing you kind of discuss the changes they've made and Brian Dayball at, at, at head coach, I feel like they could also put together some wins and some urgency for Daniel Jones, knowing this is this is his audition. If he wants to be a starter in this league, let alone at the Giants, if he wants to be a starter in the league, he needs to put together best season of his career. Uh, and he also has the capabilities. I think he has some talent there. He just, what I found with when watching Jones, it's one or the other. Either he's productive, but a turnover machine, whether that's interceptions or um, fumbles, right? Or he reduces the turnovers, but he just doesn't throw touchdowns. He just doesn't throw the ball very much. So mm. it shows that he can do one or the other. This season, it's about, can he do both? Can he be productive? Can he throw the ball? Can he score points while also reducing turnovers? And that'll be the question about the Giants. The Cowboys, though, oh, they're an interesting one. I'm really not confident about them. And we'll get to our division predictions at the end of this, but I do not like the look of their roster. And I don't, to answer my own big question, I don't think Mike, Mike McCarthy is the man, but who knows? They did make playoffs last year. They did have a good record. They could just go again and, and get those wins. It, it's kind of insane to think that this team was a 12-win team last year, the Cowboys. Like, I don't know why it's hard to, it's not hard to believe it, but it kind of goes under the radar. And, you know, it was another really disappointing exit. Like the way they went down, like the, the, the last play, obviously disappointing, but that was a game against the 49ers where they really got sort of beat up and bullied at home. Like you think about the, the teams that the Niners, you know, with Jimmy G at quarterback, um, you know, knocked over. The Cowboys in Dallas, the Packers, you know, in uh, Green Bay. Dallas should be furious at that result because it's not to me like this is some developing team. You know, this is the, the Dallas Cowboys and they had weapons and talent and home ground advantage and they couldn't get it done. Like they really came up small in a big spot. Uh, you know, and as much as Jerry Jones and everyone around the Cowboys go, oh, no, we love Mark. Mark's our guy. You know, um, uh, you know, I call BS. I, I think if this is a disappointing season, I think the rope there is very, very short um, on Mike McCarthy. Um, and, and look, I, th I think Dak Prescott, uh, you know, he has less weapons to throw to this year. Amari Cooper is out. Um, James Washington, um, 
just went down with an injury or not just went down, but has gone down with an, an injury during training camp that could see him miss some time. So you're now really relying on CD Lamb to be that guy, you know, in the offense. And you, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one to look at for Dallas. I just wanted to go and talk a little bit about Carson Wentz. You know, the, the thing for Wentz, I think, that you look back on last year for Indy, two games stand out um, for me. And that was, you know, because you look at his season in general, Complete 62.4% of his passes, 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, and a 94.6 um, QB rating. So, you know, that's pretty decent. You know, if you could go into a season and go, I want that stat line for my QB, I'd take that this year at the Steelers for Trubisky or, you know, whoever's going to start there. The games for me, though, a three-point loss to Tennessee at home where he completed just 53% of his passes and threw two interceptions, and a seven-point loss at home to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he completed just 61% of his passes and threw two interceptions. It's those big games against big opponents when it's on the line and it's a close game. There's this propensity to throw some picks and put your team in trouble in those difference-making games. Like, you think about that, the three-point loss to Tennessee. They win that and suddenly you're 10 and 7 instead of 9 and 8. You win the Tampa Bay game and suddenly you're 11 and 6. You know, and and you might even be, you know, like winning that division. It's just seasons hinge on moments like that. Um I I don't think that the Giants for mine can push up into that, so anywhere near that top two. They might still be the bottom team in the division, but I think that you're going to see what you're looking for as a Giants fan is signs that you've made the right hire at head coach and a definitive answer as to whether you're going to move forward with Daniel Jones or whether you're drafting or you know trading for someone next reckon, year. Do you reckon Daniel Jones is back again next season? If I had to just guess from this point in, in, the, in the preseason... What do you reckon? No. I don't think he is because I think I think they'll finish fourth in their division and I think you've got guys coming out of college and guys like Bryce Young and CJ Stroud um, from Ohio State and Alabama who I think have an instantaneously higher pedigree. And I think that if you finish fourth and you're picking high, if you're picking in the top 10, you're probably going to, fancy your chances to go up and get him. Yeah, that'd be my call if you ask me right now. That and and, yeah. and that's just my prediction. I think Daniel Jones will will stick around the NFL. I think he'll definitely have a career. He'll probably go and start somewhere else. He'll get time probably as a as a really competitive backup, sometimes verging on starter. But if I, you know, gun to my head right now, no, I don't think Jones is the starter at the Giants next year because there's other guys coming out of the draft. Um, that I think will excite the Giants um, and what they can do. Um, let's do our division predictions. I'll yeah. let you. I'll I'll lead off on this one. Uh, so I've got the Eagles in first. I've got the Cowboys in second. Now I could easily flip those depending on how the QB situation goes in Philly. Um, yeah. That, that would be what I would say there. 
Uh, I've got Washington in third and the Giants in fourth. What about you? So I've gone similar. I've gone Eagles one. I think I think they're actually going to have a pretty good season. Um, maybe not twelve and five like the Cowboys in their division last season, but pretty close. They might get nine or ten wins. I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, but I've gone Washington two. Ooh. I think Carson Wentz is going to be what they need to be a big yep. improvement. You know, I quite like, actually, I really like Heineke. Um, I'm kind of a little bit disappointed not to just see him like keep going with his career. Um, I hope he continues to get some opportunities somewhere else, but I think Carson Wentz is just a bit more experienced, offers similar qualities to Heineke, mm. like a guy who can run, who's physical, who can take hits. Yeah. Makes plays here and there, but has more experience. And I think, has a higher ceiling than Heineke. So I think they've improved at the quarterback position. Um, I, so I, I'm pretty high on the Washington commanders. I think they could get the second spot. I think Cowboys are third. I really, mm. I could be totally proven wrong. The, a, a lot of this is gut. Um, you know, that, you know, they've lost Amari Cooper. They've lost Randy Gregory. So there's some mm. factual stuff there, but it's more of a gut feeling as I just don't think that they're going to repeat and definitely won't win the division but I could see them swapping with Washington and going to, and then yeah, Giants four. I think they'll be improved. Like you said, I think that I think we will see some improvement, but they'll still be the worst team in that division by, by several wins. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's totally fair enough. As I said, Giants fans, you're just looking for those signs of, of hope um, and, and, and an exciting team to watch. I really don't think, you know, I, I think you can be boring in New York if you're winning. If you're a 12-win team every year, you can win in boring ways. You can be a dour football team. But if you're not winning 12 games a season, you need to be entertaining. You've got to offer the New York media something that they can dig, and it's either wins or entertainment factor, and the Giants did neither last year. All right, guys, that's it for the NFC East preview. We'll be back in your ears on Monday previewing the nfc south division as i said at the top of the episode go back and listen to all the afc and our previous nfc uh reviews if you'd be so kind go and subscribe and follow the jbsc on spotify apple podcast chuck us a five-star review all of that sort of stuff we'll be back on monday with the nfc south jacko thanks so much for jumping on mate been a pleasure Worries. All right, guys, until next time, you've been great. We've been reasonable. It's the JBSE. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.